Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about what you should do if you're a runner who has been diagnosed with metatarsalgia. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. If you're a runner and you start having pain in the ball of your foot, you might be worried that you have a stress fracture. So you have a couple of choices. One option is to go see your local orthopedist or sports medicine podiatrist. The second option is to stop running and see if the pain gets better. If you're a runner listening to this podcast right now, you are likely not very interested in option number two. After all, most runners want to run, so you might try to figure out a third option, such as trying to treat the problem yourself. Although I believe it is truly possible and reasonable for most runners to figure out the problem and attempt to address it themselves, this episode is going to discuss what happens when you actually go to a doctor with pain in the ball of your foot and you're diagnosed with a condition called metatarsalgia. Now, although not all runners get diagnosed with this condition, it is important to understand this common diagnosis because the way it relates to patient-physician interactions may help you know what you should expect or even demand from your doctor if you're a runner and you've been told you have a condition that is caused by running. The first thing you have to understand is that when you go to a doctor, you have a problem. There's something wrong with your foot. It hurts, and before you can fix the problem, you have to put a name on it. The name that a doctor puts on the condition is called a diagnosis, and the diagnosis should match a finite set of signs and symptoms. And if the diagnosis is correct, then there should be a finite number of solutions. The solution that the doctor recommends is called a treatment plan. So if you have a correct diagnosis, then you can get the correct treatment and you can get better and get back to running. Simple enough, right? Well, the problem is that runners are often given a diagnosis that is either incorrect or insufficient to really help the runner get back on track. Metatarsalgia is a great example of this scenario. Although most medical terms and diagnosis names are long and complicated, most are actually all fairly simple descriptions, and many of them are based in Latin, uh, but they, they really are just merely descriptive in most cases. When it comes to coming up with the medical term or the name for diagnosis, there's actually kind of a formula that are, it's used to create those terms, and the most common diagnosis formula specifies a specific body part followed by the problem that's affecting that body part. For example, let's look at the diagnosis term laryngitis. Now, the larynx, of course, is your voice box where your vocal cords are located. So in the first part of this term is pointing out that the problem is with the larynx or the voice box. The second part, the term itis, uh, that suffix refers to inflammation. So anytime you hear itis, that's referring to inflammation of that body part specifically. But inflammation, of course, is not the only problem. If you hear a word ending in algia, A-L-G-I-A, that refers to pain affecting that body part. So when you hear the term metatarsalgia, you should expect that this is a description of a painful condition because it ends with algia. The body part specifically is one of the metatarsal bones in the foot. Now, there are actually five metatarsal bones in each foot. So if the doctor says that you have metatarsalgia, then the doctor's trying to tell you that you have pain in the ball of your foot. But wait a second, didn't you already know that you had pain in the ball of the foot before you even went to the doctor? I mean, come on, you knew that when you were running. I mean, seriously, this doesn't make any sense at all to me. You go to the doctor, you pay your copay, fill out a bunch of paperwork, and then at the top line underneath your name where the doctor asks you to write down what the problem is, you write, I have pain in the ball of the foot when I run. If you then suffer the obligatory series of waits before you actually see the doctor and uh, the doctor pushes around on your foot, asks you a bunch of questions, and then says, okay, you have metatarsalgia, 
The doctor is using a long, expensive word to tell you, basically, you have pain in the ball of the foot when you run. Is that helpful? I mean, of course not, but it does sound like a fancy word, and it sounds like the doctor really did something. Metatarsalgia is an extremely common diagnosis used by sports medicine podiatrists and orthopedists to describe a whole set of conditions that can cause pain in the ball of the foot, but you have to understand which condition is causing the pain. To make this clear, let's look at another analogy. Let's say you have a headache. You go to see a doctor, and your doctor says you have to see a neurologist because you have a headache, and that's in your head. So you go to make an appointment with a neurologist. Now, how helpful would it be if the neurologist diagnosed you with a headache? You're listening to the Doc on the Run podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Is it possible to keep running even if I have a stress fracture? How can I tell if I really have a neuroma without seeing a doctor? How can I tell if I have a stress fracture without getting x-rays? What can I do to help my plantar plate heal without losing all of my fitness? What are all the tricks Dr. Segler uses with elite athletes to keep them running? Whenever I see a runner in person, I walk them through the diagnosis process and I actually show them how to figure out whether they have a plantar plate sprain or a neuroma or a stress fracture. Then I just show them how to reduce the stress on that one injured structure so you can stay active and get back to running and not lose all your fitness. After sitting down with individual runners over and over guiding them through this process, I realized I could just put the same information in a video course and show you exactly how I do this so you can do the same thing right now in your own home. This course taught me exactly how I could tell whether or not I had a plantar plate sprain. This course showed me how I could decrease the stress on my metatarsals so I could keep working out. When my doctor told me I needed to stop running, I knew that was crazy. The Ball of Foot Pain course helped me look at it differently so I could keep running. Sign up for the Ball of Foot Pain course for runners so you can get back to running. All right, welcome back to the Doc on the Run podcast. Let's look at another analogy. Let's say you have a headache. You go to see a doctor and your doctor says you have to see a neurologist because you have a headache and that's in your head. So you go to make an appointment with a neurologist. Now, how helpful would it be if the neurologist diagnosed you with a headache? Not very helpful at all, I would imagine. You'd likely be thinking, okay, well, what does that mean? What is it? Is it a brain tumor? Is it caffeine withdrawals because I just decided to quit drinking coffee? Is it a migraine headache? Is it a tension headache? What is actually causing the headache? So when I see a runner who is frustrated because they're not getting better, the pain is in the ball of the foot and it's just not going away, they tell me that they were diagnosed with metatarsalgia, I kind of roll my eyes and I realize that the patient was diagnosed with a headache in the foot. Now there are different causes of pain in the ball of the foot in runners and pain is the problem. Pain isn't the cause of the problem. When runners get pain in the ball of the foot, the most feared diagnosis is likely a metatarsal stress fracture, but that's not the only problem that can cause pain in the ball of the foot when you run. You can also get a Morton's neuroma. Uh, A Morton's neuroma affects the same area of the foot, but it's a completely different structure. A neuroma has nothing to do with the metatarsal bones. When you get a neuroma, there's nothing wrong with the metatarsal bones, but it's just inflammation and irritation and swelling of a little nerve that runs between the metatarsal bones. But because it's in that same general area, some doctors will still call it metatarsalgia. Another problem that can affect runners is inflammation of a small ligament at the ball of the foot called the plantar plate. The plantar plate is underneath the head of the metatarsal bone. But again, this is not actually affecting one of the metatarsal bones itself. Instead, the pain is actually caused by a minor sprain of a ligament attaching to one of the metatarsal bones. Yet, some doctors will still call it metatarsalgia. 
A fourth problem that can affect runners and cause pain in the ball of the foot is osteochondritis. And this is inflammation and sometimes degeneration of the cartilage on the end of the metatarsal bone at the metatarsal head. And although the cartilage is coating the end of the metatarsal bone where it bumps up against a toe, it's technically not a problem with the bone, but it's really more of a problem with the cartilage covering the bone. Yet, some doctors will diagnose the condition as metatarsalgia. One of the reasons doctors label all these different conditions metatarsalgia is that in the past, insurance companies have been likely to pay for the patient's visit when the patient is diagnosed with this painful condition. But again, you aren't going to the doctor to make sure that an insurance company processes your claim correctly. You're going to the doctor to find out exactly what is wrong so that you can make it improve as quickly as possible and get back to running. Metatarsal stress fractures heal when you decrease the stress enough to allow them to recover. Morton's neuroma will heal if you decrease the mechanical irritation to the nerve and reduce the inflammation so that the nerve stops swelling. A plantar plate sprain will heal if you can decrease the stress applied to the plantar plate by limiting the motion of the affected toe. It will also help to heal if you sufficiently reduce the inflammation. Osteochondritis may heal if you can reduce the motion in the toe and decrease the inflammation. And when you hear the treatments for these various conditions, you can see that in most cases, it will help if you reduce the inflammation. It will also help if you reduce the stress applied to the injured structure and reduce the amount of motion in the toe. Sometimes I ask a runner what the doctor told them to do after the doctor said the patient was suffering from metatarsalgia. In some cases, the runner will say that the doctor said they would inject the nerve. Now, in that case, I know that the doctor actually really thought the patient had a neuroma. But in other cases... It's not very clear at all. Sometimes they say, well, the doctor just told me I needed to stop running and it would heal. In that case, it really could have been any of those conditions. In some cases, the patient is told to ice it and see if it improves. In that case, it could also be pretty much any of those conditions. In some cases, the patient is told to take some anti-inflammatory medications and see if it improves. In that case as well, it could also be pretty much any of these conditions because that's treating the inflammation part of this problem. Now, in other cases, the patient will say that they might want to think about wearing a fracture walking boot if it doesn't get better after they stop running. Well, fracture walking boot will help most of the things heal, but the time in the boot will cause other problems for a runner. So unless I hear a very specific treatment that I know really is directed at one specific structure, I don't really feel confident that the doctor had a clear idea of the true cause of the problem. If you have a stress fracture, you have to direct the treatment at removing the stress. If you have an inflamed nerve, you have to direct the treatment at calming down the nerve. Now, at this point, I'm sure you get the idea. The bottom line is that anytime you have a running injury and you go to the doctor, you should be very wary of three things. First thing is that if the doctor tells you you have metatarsalgia, be afraid. That's only referring to a problem or pain in a region of your foot. So with any condition, ask the doctor very specifically what structure is injured. You should even ask about what part of that structure is injured. The second thing is that if the doctor gives you a treatment plan that seems very general and should address a number of different conditions, remember, you need a specific action plan addressed at a specific condition affecting a specific structure if you want to get better as quickly as possible. The third thing is that you should go on high alert if the treatment plan is to stop running. That's not a treatment. That's an activity modification. It's not the doctor's job to tell you to stop what you like doing. The doctor's job is to help you figure out how to heal and run without pain. If you have the right diagnosis and the correct treatment plan, you should get better. 
If you're not getting better, the chances are good that you either have the wrong diagnosis or something is wrong with your treatment plan. In either case, you need to either follow up with your doctor to let her know you're not getting better or seek a second opinion from someone who specializes in running injuries. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me and then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.